Welcome to another episode of the Aspergers. Hello. Uh, so. <laughs> yes. Yes. Let's turn the background off. I can't. Okay. Yeah. Sorry yes. about that. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> anyway. So yeah, it's another episode of uh, the Aspergers. Um, not much going on actually no i was about to say not much going on however you have finally had your your mom's been called haven't she yes about your diagnosis so i mean i don't know how long it's going to be now because i guess now they've done the two um the two meetings and the phone call you're now just waiting for i guess them to write a report yeah i haven't i haven't asked my mum what they asked her but again like we're gonna do i think we're gonna do a whole episode on like start to finish diagnosis for mm-hmm. me we've sort of done one on yours but i guess mine will be more current yeah i mean I, mine was like six years ago before when we did the very first episode of this so. yeah so i think we're gonna do that so it's probably a good thing that i haven't asked my mum yet what questions were asked because i won't talk about it too much but yeah that is uh probably gonna be soonish we'll get my report then I don't know. It's one of the one of the things that's definitely going on in my head quite a lot at the moment. Just yeah, the, the... you do seem quite nervous about it. Well, yeah, there's quite there's kind of a couple of things that are making me a bit on edge at the moment. I think it's that has got me quite it, like it's just constantly in the back of my head, and then it keeps like I keep thinking about it, and then like trying to push it to the back again. But it's just there, and it's bothering me. I feel quite like like irritated by it, and then yeah, I think. Um, I start, I'm finished, well, properly finished training work now. Um, So I've got to, I'm now doing um, a part of my job where it's basically I have to pass a certain amount of things in order to be passed for the job. Um, So that is, oh, I don't want to give away too much oh, about I know, the yeah. job. So yeah, but basically I have to meet a certain quota um, within the next four weeks in order to have the job. So that's kind of yeah, Yeah, I mean, me. I think I think you'll be fine, but yeah. Yeah, like I'm... I guess it's because it's, it's not a, a definite or it's not a this is what's going to happen. Yeah, so, uh... so I'm a little bit, well, I'm quite a lot nervous about that. And then... Um, just because of some tablets, Mona, I've got to go to the hospital today. And I think the combination of the three has made me really on edge. Like this weekend, I have felt really just burgered to the max. I know, I've been trying to take you out for runs like you're a dog, basically. <laughs> is that way I've just worded that. But I've been trying to get you to do like <laughs> runs and stuff with me uh, just because I figure that helps. Yeah. Um, but it didn't help with the run we did on Saturday because you were aching because of the tablet. So <laughs> I kind of feel like on Saturday I made it worse. No, I don't think you made it worse. I'm glad we went on Saturday. I think otherwise I'd have spent time thinking oh, I should have gone. But yeah, like Saturday, I thought it was the tablets. Now I'm not so sure. I don't know whether it's just because where I've been thinking so much about stuff just makes me feel really tired and like drained. I can't even describe it, but I just genuinely could have just slept all day i mean you went to the the hairdressers and i was gonna play some xbox i just lay in bed i wasn't even asleep i just lay there like unable to do anything i was so drained so i think oh that sounds so like self-pitying i don't really mean it in a self-pitying way i'm fine but it's yeah i just feel like the combination of things has put me 
on edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I suppose it's a lot going on, uh, and you're moving out of your flat. Oh yeah. So we've got to do. I've got to help you do that at some point. I mean, you've still got like a month and a bit before then, but then we've got to do that as well. Uh, oh, and it's your birthday coming up, and yeah. I don't know if anyone else has this problem. They probably don't, but like, I am so bad at buying presents. I hate it. I'm not very. I just don't. Unless someone tells me explicitly what they want, which you never really want anything anyway. Like, I just have no idea. And the stress of trying to come up with a birthday present for you. Yeah, I know. You do seem to be um, I'm s- oh. going through it a little bit. Like, I went through a wave of just trying to buy you, like, loads of stuff, which I wasn't very successful on anyway. And now I've just sort of put it to the back of my head and keep putting it off. But you're like, it's coming up. I need to, I need to get something. I'm just very... Oh, I don't like, I don't like, the worry of presents is a real thing for me. I hate, I hate, like... I don't, I don't care, like, if you got me nothing, I don't care. Really I don't not. know why you're putting all this, like, big pressure on yourself. I know, it's just because, like, I don't know, I want you to have, like, a nice birthday. I will, I won't be at work and, uh... We're going out for a meal, I'm going to take you out for a meal. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Yep, so you've got a lot, a lot going on in the old brain box. The old brain box is going, what about you? <laughs> uh, ooh, well, I had another therapy session, uh, and it turns out that they don't think I'm dyspraxic. Yes, they don't, actually. They yes. haven't said what it is, so it's it's not like... Because the therapist I'm seeing is a sensory therapist, which is, you know, I've, I've mentioned before. Yeah. Uh, and she isn't doing... She was doing it to diagnose me as being dyspraxic, but I've realised now when she said it, because I did my last load of tests this week, I mean last week, uh, it was only for, I only did tests for about 45 minutes as well. It wasn't even that long, was it? I, mm. We did more, to, we did like 20 minutes of talking after yeah. the tests. The yeah, test it was more talking. The test didn't take that long. Um, and you were really good at it. Yeah, so they've said really that good. they, and I thought, I initially thought that these, this sensory therapy I'm having was to uh, decide whether I was dyspraxic or not. But I forgot that the woman that's doing it is part of the uh, Asperger team that's here. Uh, and she, is just deciding what it is with me. So they think it's something. They think there's something there with me, but they're not putting it down to dyspraxia. They think it's more mental or something in my head or maybe something to do with sight. Um, they're not sure yet. So she's t- done all the tests. She's going to add all the scores up. And when I see her again, which they, it, apparently it's going to take a while to add my scores up, yeah. I'm going to see them again on the next month, start of next month. Um, and... She said that she's going to go from then a treatment plan. So apparently I'm still getting sensory therapy. It just won't be initially what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it was quite interesting to see because especially this time, like you were really like above average at quite a lot of the tests. Yeah. Yeah, which was good. Um, I just wasn't expecting it. So yeah. I was expecting, I've, I've been, I think I've been saying for ages that I'm pretty sure I'm dyspraxic. Uh, and... It's because this therapist that I'm seeing, when I saw her six years ago when I first started, she was just starting out with a job. Even she said that the way she did things then is completely different to how she does things now. And at the time, she didn't say I was dyspraxic. She just said there was a possibility of dyspraxia. Yeah. Um, so I will be having like follow-on therapy with that to find out what it is that it's actually different about me. Um, you know, I mentioned some other stuff to her. There's the executive functioning thing, which she thinks is in there. She mentioned ADHD as a possibility still even though I'm not convinced that's one of them, but she said it's, it could be there. Uh, so, yeah, I'm gonna, we're going to have therapy after that. I know that somebody on our Facebook group said that... Um, well, I mean, they said that they 
we're impressed by how much like services are here or yeah. I think maybe I don't know I, I couldn't tell from their comment if they were from England or not I don't think they are um, but they said that they can't like believe all the services we've got I would just I say it's more of a board well because we live in Bournemouth uh, in Bournemouth there's a lot of services there is a service that's specific just for people that are adult and on the spectrum but it's I wouldn't say it's for um, everyone uh so yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. I'm just trying to find it now. Um, yeah, there you go. Like, this uh, person there says, oh, in yeah, all of the autism services. Oh, it is in the UK, yeah. yeah. Uh, you all just casually chat about assessments and therapy and support. Yeah, which is good. Um, I know in other countries it's different. Uh, oh yeah, this person's from North America. Uh, there we go. So, um, But like I say, I would say it's more, because I've spoke to other people that are in other parts of England and... Um, is not the same. Yeah, I think for there's kind of as far as I can tell, there's an adult, a really good adult Asperger team somewhere up north of the UK. I'm not sure where. Yeah. But I know there's one that's really good up north, and we just happen to live in Bournemouth, which is where like the best one in the south is. Yeah, I mean, I moved here for university. I did not come here because of that reason. It's just at the time when a therapist said I had Asperger's, I, I just happened to coincidentally move somewhere where there's a good team for it. But I remember the team saying the reason why it's taken so long for like Scarlett to get diagnosed is because it's not just people in Bournemouth that come to this team. Apparently it's people from yeah. all over the UK come to visit this one because it's a really good team. So there's people that commute just to have like the, the sessions that we're having. It's just handy that we happen to live right near it. But yeah. uh, it's why it's taken... I mean, you've been waiting... I had to wait six months to see this therapist. I first got referred... About a year ago, wasn't it? Uh, it's been over a year, yeah. I first got referred at the end of January 2018. Uh, that's when I saw the, my first therapist that said, I think you're on the spectrum, I'm going to refer you. Um, and then, yeah, I had a triage appointment uh, in f the end of February 2018. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been over a year since the woman at the triage appointment said like yeah i think you might be on the spectrum i'll move you forward to diagnosis i think um yeah i would say it's not reflective of the whole of the uk we are particularly lucky here yeah but equally i would say from what i can tell from people on our page and people that have spoken to us from other countries i would say the uk is more accepting yeah i think so other countries like, we are we are lucky with like autism awareness and that kind of thing i know because i'm on a lot of pages on facebook that uh a lot of them are solely american uh, and i'm just in there as well and i've noticed that there's a there is a lot of issues with certain things uh like i'm not gonna like name organizations but some organizations that are supposed to be pro-autism and it turns out they're not really yeah uh, so i know there's a lot of problems with that and yeah i think it, it is fortunate that we are where we are um but yeah, yeah, that was just a. I, it just made me think of that. Um, yeah. I know we talk about like how your diagnosis is going. Yeah, and uh, all these services. And I'm that... in like therapy and that kind of thing. Uh, and I've had loads of therapy before. Um, but equally, for some reason, with me, and I noticed it with this session that we've just had. Um, my Asperger's is, I don't know, a bit of a a weird thing for the people that do these services. They always seem like weirdly intrigued with me anyway in general. So yeah. I, I tend to get added to everything anyway. I know that there's a lot of people that get diagnosed by this team that only see like a couple of different therapists. Yeah. Um, but it seems with me they, they move me around a lot of the departments um, because they're never really sure like what to do 
or yeah. they're not sure like what's the best course of action for me. They with a lot of people they said I mean they say it to me all the time that a lot of people have a lot more because they've got a lot of experience. Some people are a lot more easier to. Do you know what I mean? Like you need this. Yeah. And you can tell you need this based on like how this works. But with me, they they kind of feel like they need to they need to help me, but uh, they're not sure how. Yeah. So I've moved through a lot of different areas of the team. Um, whereas I feel like with you, once you're diagnosed and they start talking about aftercare, um, I think they'll probably know specifically which bits to move you to. Yeah. Might be easier. Um. But yeah. So getting back to what you said that you've been thinking about. Uh, you know, all the stuff that's going on with you, going to hospital today, um, you're starting your assessment-y things at work. Yeah. Uh, all that kind of stuff. Uh, we were going to talk about today about uh, what you do to, I suppose, distract or escape from stuff like this. Yeah. Um, everybody on the spectrum has something. I mean, previous episodes we've done on, like, obsessions uh, and things like that. Uh, special interests. I don't know if we did special interests as a separate category or not. I think we did, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, we did, yeah. Special interests uh, and obsessions and that kind of thing. I think that plays it a little bit into this, but, I mean, do you know... I mean, I know. I don't have as many as you, I don't feel, or whatever, but, like, say you're feeling, like, ruminating, thinking about something too much, something's getting on your nerves, distracting you, whatever. Yeah. Um, Do you ever... Do you know like what to do to get around it or what works for you, I suppose? What do you do and do you know why it works, I suppose? I don't know. Because this is like a an interesting one. Um, I think you're better at escapism than me. You seem to be able to get lost in things or for longer. I don't know. I don't know if that's the right way to describe it. But for me, I get... I find it easier to focus on the sort of things that distract me aren't really things. So I find with me, and I think this is kind of the opposite or just different to you, if I try and watch TV if as a way of escaping, it doesn't work for me because instead of I won't be able to focus on a TV show, I'll just be thinking whatever it is I'm trying to escape from and I won't be paying attention to the TV no matter how hard I try and concentrate on it. It doesn't really stick with me. So I can't really seem to lose my thoughts in watching something or really like any technology. I don't think I've ever been good at that. I think if I'm doing something like, for example, if I used to play on my my Game Boy, that to me is just a background thing. But the thoughts in my head are the things that are going round and round. So I feel like stuff like that for me just more enhances my thoughts but weirdly I well I find things like puzzles a really good way to get my head out of things like trying to solve things not jigsaw puzzles but things like Rubik's Cubes I know I've talked about before but I can just do that again and again and again I could solve it like 100 200 times over just being sat there for hours but as long as I'm focused on solving that puzzle that's a way of me getting out of my head um and another thing that I like doing is reading either a book or just learning about a topic it's like say something's in my head and it's bothering me if I can think of something that I want to learn about then I'll just try and do that like oh I'll I wonder, I don't know, I'm trying to think of something, but like, I don't know, like World War Two, for example, and then I'll just 
start googling all these different things and trying to learn as much as I can about that topic and take all the information in and if I do that then that is going to take over my brain almost and that's my forms of escapism and I, I do it quite a lot or I suppose listening to podcasts I can if I listen to a podcast then that I'll be as long as it's one where you're sort of learning from it instead of just a chat showy type of podcast if it's one that's actually about something that's interesting to me doing that sometimes doing that and doing a rubik's cube at the same time or stuff like that is i guess my best ways of escapism i don't think because i think if i if it is something like tv or anything like that it just enhances my thought process of going over and over again yeah i mean so do you start doing these things when you know something's bothering you or you're thinking about something or you know there's something like, do you actively go out of your way and start thinking, well, I need to get a podcast and I start a Rubik's Cube? Or do you think you just, before you know it, you're sat there doing those things and not sure how they came about? I The second one, I'd say, I, it just ends up happening without me really having thought about it or knowing why. Another thing I think I do as a form of escapism is cleaning. I think that's a way for me. Like if I just, well, then I guess I'll just clean the flat. That's a thing that I do. Um, I try and get lost in cleaning. I find that helps. Yeah. I do that quite a lot. Yeah, that's weird because I have the, I think I have the opposite. Yeah. So when I actually get around to cleaning the flat, I... uh, yeah, I think about the stuff that's bothering me. But I think you're right on the sense of the things I do to protect myself from... Well, not protect myself, but distract myself from the things that bother me. I uh, I don't do them knowingly. I haven't noticed that I'm doing them. Like, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't thought, oh, do you know what I need to do? It's, uh, I've just, it's, it's something that I'll just start doing. Um... Or like at the end of the day, I'll just start doing it. So it's uh, it's it's like that. Like I, one of my main ones is uh, playing computer games. Yeah, uh, it's something I've I would say I've always done um, since a very young age. Uh, I would say that I've done computer game stuff, um, or I'll play computer games and I'll play them for like long periods of time. I. I'll rarely go at a computer game and think, oh, I'll just do 45 minutes to an hour. That yeah. doesn't happen uh, with me. If I'm going to play a computer game, I'll play it for ages. Um, and that's that's just what I've done. And I do it as a way of distracting myself from, like I say, like when you have like uh, thought patterns or, you know, rumination or that kind of thing. Or sometimes when I get back from work and it's been like a stressful day at work, I'll just do it i'll just uh naturally just turn it on and before you know i'm home i've had my dinner whatever and i'm playing it and then like it is proper absorbing you know i get get, like proper sucked into it and it's fine i don't pay attention to like the outside world or what's going on around yeah or that kind of thing i'm more in the game i am the character i'm playing as uh and you know i'm really into so the ones that have the better storylines or that kind of thing are the ones that i'm interested in i don't really play like the call of duties or fifa or you know racing games nothing like that uh because i can't i can't focus on them with them i play them i it's it's i can't really do it yeah. or uh I start adding my own storylines to games like that, so I just don't bother with them. Yeah. Um, 
but like games that have like quite an in-depth storyline um i'll get really into so uh, like the zelda games or uh things like that yeah fallout um they're the ones where i'll do it and yeah i do them as a way of yeah escape stuff i mean same with movies to some extent um i do i do watch a lot of films um but that's that's different so i've mentioned before on a couple of episodes that i have a thing for like horror movies uh and that style of movie but i, I don't watch them in the same way so computer games i feel it's different because you're controlling the character do you know what i mean you're deciding yeah. what's going to happen i suppose to some extent i know there's like set narratives to a lot of them but you're the one that's deciding where you go about and how you do things so they're more distracting as a stress release or distraction i suppose but um i said with movies it's different i guess because you're just watching events happen yeah so they they can pull my focus but sometimes they make me think about stuff so some movies i'll be watching and something will happen like say in the film that's relevant to something that's happening to me so say something's bothering me yeah uh, so like back when i used to have like health anxiety problems um say i'm watching a movie and someone has like an illness or yeah, something okay. that's similar it just makes me think about it more yeah. so it's it's different whereas in a computer game i can play in a computer game and someone can have an illness and i don't connect the two yeah at no point do i think oh this is like the thing i'm thinking about at the moment so yeah it's different i um and like i don't actively do it it's, it's not one of those things like initially i thought this episode would be you know, what do you do to relax? But I'm not sure if people on the spectrum can truly relax. Like, what would you say is something you do to relax? Oh. Yeah, I don't... Don't... I can't... Yeah, I don't know if I ever... Because there's always thoughts going around in my head. Yeah. It's difficult to think of something that gets rid of the thoughts. Like, I don't think anything ever does. Even if I do something I really like doing which is like I, I don't know like having a bath I'm still thinking about things while I'm doing it um I think I mean I'd say probably for me and it is a thing that I do all the time but like I guess my best form of escapism which is like relaxing is just sleeping like I, I, I love sleep I can sleep a lot I'm the sort of person that can just go to sleep sort of at any time as well. I know that's not a super common thing, but yeah, like I'll sleep all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's probably the best way for me to like shut my brain down. Because yeah, I would say this isn't the same thing as that. So your podcasts, Rubik's Cubes, that kind of thing. I wouldn't say that's what we do to relax. I wouldn't no, say that... I don't think it's what we do to relax. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I do computer games to... To relax. I don't, once I finish playing them, think, oh, I'm relaxed now. I'm all, like, peaceful and, do you know what I mean? Like, I feel, like, calmer. Um, But I do feel like it's a distraction. So it's not really that this is about that. And, you know, when people ask me all the time, what do you do to relax? I would say, I don't. Yeah. uh, I don't really. You never really shut it off. There's no No. way of really shutting it off. I think there's just, there's times where you ruminate more and there's times where you ruminate less. So in the times when I'm able to fall asleep straight away... Or I've not needed to play like hours and hours of computer games or stuff like that. I wouldn't say that I'm relaxed or calmer. I would just say I'm I'm ruminating less because I always am thinking of something. There's always something, but it'll be whatever I'm thinking about isn't that. Not bad, but isn't that, you know, anxiety driven. It's not something I'm worried about. Like the things you're thinking about at the moment, if you were thinking about, say, you know, 
more to have for dinner. Lunch or that yeah. kind of thing. It wouldn't have the same effect. No. Um, you're still constantly thinking about it, but it's not having the same like physical effect as the other stuff. Yeah. So it's different to to that. I wouldn't say that somebody on the spectrum can completely shut off, completely, you know. No. Close down and just think of nothing for a bit. Uh, I've heard NT people say they can do it. Um, whether they can or can't, I don't know. I don't know if people just say that, but what they really mean is something else. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. And like I say, yeah, computer games and movies is all I've got. I know you think that like my escapism is is better than yours, and I suppose I do see more absorb. Me and you, like we game every Sunday together. Yes, we Would do. you do you feel like any sort of what re- relaxation? Because well, we did it yesterday, um, yeah. and obviously you've got your work thing today. Well, it starts today, and we had the hospital today, which we've got to do after we've yeah. done this. Um, so when you were playing the computer game yesterday, yeah, did you feel like it got rid of those thoughts while you were doing it? Or yeah. Were you, or were you still thinking about it? No, I think it got rid of the thoughts while I was doing it because I like it pulls focus onto the game, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, like um, yeah, because it it is kind of just consume. Like I felt like it does sort of consume your brain. Like we do it. Yeah, we do it every Sunday for. There's not really a set time, but it, we tend to do it for hours. Yeah. On a Sunday, like yeah, we. I don't know. We'll start when we've finished whatever we need to get done in the morning, but we usually play until. Till like seven eight o'clock in the evening. Probably start at like, twelve one. No. No. No, we never start that late in the day. I would say we probably start like three, four. Oh, okay. Uh, I'd, say, I'd say on average we do about two, three hours. Oh, it feels like so much longer. Yeah. Um, yeah, but like because I'm focused on like getting whatever mission done that we need to get done and like leveling up and <laughs> whatever weapon I want to upgrade to and that sort of thing. Yeah. That really does pull my focus in like I guess you sort of become the character um i don't know if this is a form of escapism but it was the thing i was just thinking about like i make up um well i kind of make up worlds um in my head that i think this kind of links to what you do with games but i make up worlds in my head yeah (laughs) um where like so when I was younger, for example, I used to walk home from school every day, had this whole thing of when I got to the bit that's like near my house, I don't know if this is a form of escapism, but I kind of feel like it is. When I got to the bit near my house, like a couple of roads down, yeah. I'd pretend that someone was following me, like someone big, you know, like MI5 or something. Right, okay. Um, I'd pretend that they were following me and then I'd turn down streets really quickly and I'd like go down an alleyway. Sometimes I'd run through the alleyway, like things like that. And I'd be like, oh, if I turn left here, then they won't know where I'm going. Then if I turn right here. And I used to do it every day on my way home from school would be this whole thing. And then like I imagined that if I touched a lamppost at a certain point, it would make the road sign like disappear or it would like make this road invisible. And then when I get into my house, I'd do the same thing. Like I'd shut the porch door and that's one barrier. And then I'd shut like the front door and that's another barrier i i think i do things like that a lot of like i pretend that like the outside world can't get to me i have a big thing about it i used to every night when i went to bed i used to have this whole thing of pretending that i was on a boat that had like a big ship that had been invaded by 
bad people and I used to click certain, um, like on the handle of my door, certain screws. I used to touch them in a particular pattern every night before I went to bed mm-hmm. um, that I pretended like super bolted the door together. And then I'd get into bed and I'd pretend to strap like my neck and my uh, feet to the bed um, so I was like attached. So then I could eject my little bedroom from the rest of the ship. But I'd um, like get my whole body under the covers and hold my breath so that if there was anyone outside, they wouldn't be able to hear that I was in the room. I, I don't <laughs> This is <laughs> this might sound a bit ridiculous, but yeah, like stuff like that. I have I think I do stuff like that all the time. Like that's just things I did when I was younger. But even now, yeah, when I get home from work in the evening, I shut. There's a door that I don't particularly need to shut no one else does but i have this thing about like i shut one door and i shut another door and it's all these barriers to like the outside world that i think i'm shutting off and yeah i i still do it to an extent i still make up these things in my head that aren't really happening but i feel like that's a form of escapism yeah i mean but in those situations so when you were walking home and obviously when you do it here and stuff do you ever feel like you're doing it as a the real reason to doing it as like maybe for like an anxiety or uh, worries about the outside world or you know the the social constructs that you've been in all day and you're getting away from them. Could be because it seems like all your ones are based on like being chased by someone. Yeah, I think most of them are. The only ones that I do that aren't are like sometimes I pretend that I've been given a like <laughs> like a government mission to go and get something from the shops yeah and then i like go to the shops but i guess that's probably a way of coping with having to go out to the shops that's what i mean so it is is yeah yeah i think and i do things like that like that is just part of like my life or yeah i just make up all these situations all the time in my head that i guess help me get through things because yeah like I, i never want to go to the shops but then i pretend it's this whole like secret mission i have to get to the shops without like anyone recognizing me so i'll go with my hood up and some sunglasses on and that sort of stuff yeah i do wonder if uh you do it because you're about to do something that you don't want to do and obviously like those that don't know and like you didn't know back when you did this that you were on the spectrum yeah uh, that you were asperger's um that you did it as a way to make yourself go do something that you know you had to go do. Uh, but it's just your way you're... It's, maybe it's more of a coping mechanism than uh, a way of escaping, you know? Yeah. Because it makes it more fun. Yeah, it does. More interesting. You don't have to think about what's going on. Because if it made it more... If you hadn't have done that, like it might have been, it might have been different. It might have been... Yeah, more difficult or something. Might have been worrying. Uh, so yeah. It kind of, it feels like a bit of an escape in my head. I think it's a bit of an escape from, I guess, reality. Um, And something that like helps calm me down when I'm in situations, which I feel like is also a bit of an escape, is like really basic games. I feel like the sort of games that you'd play with a dog or a small child. Oh, like when I did that one with you where you have to guess the time. Yeah. Yeah, stuff like that. Like, I love it. I'm weird. I know that it's not what most people would be into. But yeah, if I'm like worried about something, you'll 
do like a little really simple game. Yeah, I have noticed that I, I do that or that hand one. Yeah, like you'll do a thing where you like wiggle your fingers and I have to grab it before like they you snatch them away yeah. and stuff like that. It really distracts me. It really helps. Um, yeah, I only do that when I can tell that you're getting uh, like worked up about something. Yeah. Yeah. But it is. It does sort of consume my game, my game, my mind. These weird little games. Um, mm. I wanted to talk about you with games. I know what you sort of described to me about Skyrim before, but I know you like um, open world games and open world where you can really make up your own, yeah, guess, your own personality. Yeah, I mean, I used to do that when I was. I mean, I still do it now, but I know where it's come from. It, I, games where you have to make your own character. So things like The Sims, even though I never really played that one. Yeah. Um, but like Skyrim, Fallout, there's a few other games where you start and you have to make your own character. So your character has to, you have to design what they look like, what they talk like, give them a name. And then you go around the world. Uh, so like Fable, I guess, as well. Uh, you go around the world getting people to you know, making an impression on people, the way you talk to people. Uh, and it's a lot like how I am anyway. So, like, when I go out and do stuff like the way I'm dressed and the way I talk and the thing impressions I leave, it's a similar narrative. But in games, it's it's more exaggerated, I suppose. And also with games, you can be... I guess you can be... NT to some extent. Because yeah. you're... It's a computer game where... It doesn't really matter. I mean, I say that, but like for me, it's it's similar. So if I say the wrong thing to somebody in a game, it almost has the same like feeling as I would have if I did it in public. So if I do it in public and say the wrong thing to someone, like I start thinking about it too much. Should I said that? Did I say that? You know, was that the right thing to say? Or what if they think this now? And then you start thinking, well, I know what people think, so I know that's what they think now. Uh, so in games, it's a similar thing. If I say the wrong thing, I always like have to quit and like load up a save point before yeah. I said the thing I was going to say and then say it properly, you know, the the other way. Uh, and I've always kind of done that. And obviously you can't do that in life, but in games you can. So I like to play games where you're living like almost a normal life. But obviously if you've ever played in the games that I've mentioned, it's not normal because yeah. it's always like a, a narrative and, you know, a lot of them have like weapons and fighting and some form of fantasy world. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I yeah, I always like the ones where you have to make your own character, but We've discovered this because me and you have played a few games now that I'm always messing with like what the character looks, looks like. like yeah, I'm always changing their clothes. Or... Yeah. When you walked in on me playing Fable and saw that I hadn't changed the character's outfit from the scruffy one you get given at the start, I I thought you were going to take the controller out of my hands like there and then. <laughs> yeah, because that's how I am in real life. I'm always buying clothes. I'm always changing my appearance. Um, so yeah, the, I, in games it makes sense that I can do that constantly. Um, like when we, when I was playing, um, Breath of the Wild, uh, yes. the amount of outfits I'd got for, cause in the normal Zelda's you can't change his outfit, but in this one I could. So I was buying like, um, Amiibos, which are the little figures you can get for the Switch, uh, and you can load like different outfits up for Link if you buy certain Amiibos. And I was buying like £30 Amiibos. Uh, yes. I mean, obviously, in the job I do, I'm not really buying them. So just anyone listening to this, it's not like I spent hundreds and hundreds of pounds on Amiibos no. just for outfits because I can return them. So I was. Uh, I was kind of like renting them out to get the outfits. But I was getting them ordered from other stores. Yes. I was having them sent everywhere because I knew there was an outfit out there 
that I didn't have. Like if you go on like my Zelda so far now, I have all outfits. Every outfit that exists, I have it. Yeah. There's certain outfits I never wore and didn't bother with, uh, but I still had to have them because they're out there. And like I would change uh, the main character's appearance based on where I was in the world. Some of it you have to because they do weather and that kind of thing. But some of it was just like, oh, no, I need to do this. And you can dye clothes. So I was dyeing them all certain colours. And I spent loads of time doing that. Yeah, and we, uh, we're, the game we're playing on the Sunday is Borderlands at the moment. But uh, we used to play uh, Borderlands 2, but we completed it. And we'll probably play again. But um, yeah, we used to play Borderlands 2. And in that, you can change your outfits. There's like an outfit change point. We used to like complete a mission, come back to base... And you would always go to the outfit bit. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'll do that too. And I'd just change the colour of my outfit. And then I'd look at you and you're still you're still there. And yeah. I'd think, like, he'll be done in a minute. Like, five minutes would pass of me just being stood <laughs> Yeah, you're, you're buying, like, guns, ammo, health, <laughs> the things we need. And I'm trying to decide on which hat I should wear for <laughs> the next bit. Um, and, yeah, that's, that's how I am. It's the same when I go out in real life. Uh, you know, like, I'm always messing about with my outfit. I have to plan my outfits and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, with computer games, if I make a character and the outfit they're wearing, I don't like, or I don't like that, especially with, like, ones like Skyrim or um, uh, Mass Effect, that kind of thing, where you have to make their face. I, I spend ages doing this thing where I've made their face... And their face looks okay, but the way they do the angles, you can only look at them face on. And then yeah. when I go and play the game and I see them profile, the profile is not right. So then I have to quit the game, start again, make the face again. Um, and then I'm doing it again. I'm like, oh, actually, the eyes are too close together. Quit. Yeah. Start again. And I'll just keep doing that over and over again. Like with Skyrim especially and Fallout, I've restarted that game so many times that I have to just smash through the tutorial to see the face. Um and I just kept doing, I've done it, I've done like four, I think one time I did like four hours of just making a face, quitting, going back in, making a face, quitting, and just doing that constantly until I get it right. And sometimes I think, oh, it doesn't matter, who cares, just play it, I can just put a helmet on or whatever. But even when I put like a helmet on, I'm just like, I know what that face looks like under there. <laughs> I need to quit, go back in again. Um, so yeah, it's it's something I've always done, but like it doesn't annoy me. Um, I don't feel like stressed or I don't feel... Um, like I'm winding myself up and I need to stop. No. Uh, it's just what I do to relax. Uh, and it could equally be because I can't really do that in real life that that's why I'm doing it repetitively in a game. And then, yeah, once I've made the character, it's then about making up their reputation. But I am changing their outfits constantly. You know, if I've got an outfit that I don't like but I can't get a better one, I spend most of my time trying to figure out how to get better outfits. Yeah. I'm looking online at what outfits exist in this game and then trying to work out how I can get it and like I'll forget like the whole storyline of what I'm doing because I need to figure out where these boots are yeah um and you do get I would say you definitely get lost in a game like sometimes um if it it, it more happens like in an evening if I'm like here that we'll be gonna play a game together yeah or just watch something on tv I don't know um but I'll sit down like on the sofa that when you're playing a game like say I've come in and you're playing uh, a game I sit down on the sofa and you'll go oh, okay what do you want to do do you want to watch this or play this and I don't know I'll be like yeah I'll play some Mario Kart yeah. <laughs> I'll be like yeah we'll play some Mario Kart and I'll sit there and you'll be like okay I'll just finish off this level 
And I'll sit and wait for like five, ten minutes. And then like it's been like ten minutes, so I think, oh, this level's going to take a bit longer. I'll just get up and uh, get changed or something. And then you'll go, where are you going? Like, I thought you wanted to play Mario Kart. And I'm like, yeah, I do. So I sit back down and you're like, I'm just finishing this level. Like another 10 minutes will pass. And I think, I'll just, I'll go put the kettle on. But I get up and again, you're like, where are you going? I'm almost done. Yeah. <laughs> and it goes on. But if I do get up, I can tell you like, what, why? You're like, I'm almost done. But the almost done bit, it doesn't come. <laughs> it makes me laugh. I love it. It's funny. Like, because you're always like, I just like how into it you get. Because you do, I think. Because uh, I feel like you don't mean, you don't think it's been that long. Like, I'll be sitting there just sort of waiting. But, like, I think in your head it's only been like 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it just, it makes me laugh. I, I, I don't know. I always really like it. I like how into your games you get. But I like how. It's it's like one of my favourite things with you is when you've got a game where you really can like tailor your character more so on those games than like Evil Within like you're playing at the moment but like with games when you can tailor your character more so Fallout 4 for example when you were playing that in front of me I liked how excited you were to show me your character and just like take me around the world because you did oh yeah because I built a house yeah Yeah. like and you just taking me around like showing me everything and like what your character was like and you also it's something you haven't really mentioned but you kind of make up a backstory for your characters if there isn't one already yeah yeah I do well I have to because if I don't then I don't know I don't know why I'm doing the things I'm doing (laughs) So yeah, I do like to make one up because uh, they don't really say anything a lot in a lot of the games. They just kind of you go from there and then you're making their story. But yeah, I like to think of like who they are uh, or how they've got to where they are before the game starts. I mean, obviously, when I was at uni, I did script writing for film and TV, and for that you have to do that. You have to write like a whole backstory to every character in it, um, and then you um, you know the film or whatever you're writing. That's where they start from based on that but you never mention any of it or some of it might come up as a anecdote or someone might say it but you never go into the full history of it but you're supposed to know it because it makes how the character works you know that's that's how it is so I do the same thing and I think that's the only reason I did script writing at uni was because it was just making up stories for people but uh, I never really was into the the writing of it I just liked thinking about it in my head yeah Uh, and it's probably the same thing there and that's what I do for I suppose relaxing or to escape is to get in depth especially with like some games where you can make the character from scratch and everything you do is based on that uh i like to think about yeah who they were before that you know if they had any parents like all that kind of stuff when really some people just play a game and don't think about it i, I get uncomfortable though watching people play computer games where they they don't care you know? yeah the character just looks a mess yeah. and they're just doing anything at random and just do you know what i mean like Starting fights with people that you shouldn't be starting fights with and just like, who cares? Let's just do this. I wonder what will happen if this happens. Yeah. And I'm always like, oh, no, no, I can't do that. Like, if I'm playing a game where I'm supposed to be a good guy and I accidentally steal something and they oh, see yeah, me. yeah, I know. I'm just like, oh, no, I, what am I supposed to do? Like, do I quit? I, I'm going to have to quit. Um, yeah, I I can agree with that. Like, when I play Fable, I play Fable. I'm so sorry if you don't know any of the games we're talking about. Cause I still feel like we haven't gone to... Yeah. Like, but yeah, basically, play. If I'm playing Fable, you can decide really whether you want to be bad or good. I guess you could be in between 
but you get points you get good points or bad points and stuff like that and i accidentally ate a thing that makes you a bad person makes you like lose some good points i suppose and makes people feel a certain way about you i was so annoyed at myself i play it as a good person and i was so upset when i accidentally clicked the wrong button so i ate something i was like no yeah really bothered me yeah and i guess it's because i suppose when i think about it um computer games are more binary there's it's more black and white there's a a good way and a bad way there's no like gray area in computer games um it is the good and the bad uh it is the you do one thing or the other thing you know you're either the good guy fighting the bad guys or games where you have choice and your choices like affect things it's the same thing there where i guess like in life everything's a bit mismatched and grey and it doesn't make any sense to me whereas yeah computer games have rules Uh, there's like obviously it's quite restricted when you think about it in that sense and there might just be like a comfort in that that you're uh, playing a world where yeah there's a there's a good guy bad guy situation Uh, it doesn't really matter Uh, and it might be because of that it might be because like for me in real life um, do you mean it's things are complicated? It's it's hard to make decisions. It's hard to decide stuff. You you don't know what's a good choice or bad choice. Some people do things that you would consider bad things or wrong. Um, like for example, I work in a shop and management can bend the rules of the store. You yeah. know when it comes to like ref- refunds or you know when they do things that are goodwill and that kind of thing. But I know the strict well not strict but to me they are strict guidelines yeah. of the business. Uh, and so to go against them is not in my nature. In a computer game, if I'd have done it by mistake, I'd have been quitting and loading it yeah. up again and starting again there. But in a game, it just happens and then you have to just live with what happens. And most people are just like, oh, it's not a big deal. And I'm just kind of like, what? What do you mean? It's not a, it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Whereas in the computer game, it's pretty straightforward. I did something I wasn't supposed to do. So like you said, you ate the thing you're not supposed to. So you've got bad points. Yeah. You don't want bad points. So you just start thinking about it. And it's the same, you know, it's the same thing. Um, It's difficult. I know computer games are completely different. But for me, there's, I can see the, the link between that and, you know, like how I probably want the world to be, which would make more sense to me. Things tend to make more sense to me in computer games, I suppose, than how things work in the real world which is which is how I kind of feel like and I know a lot of people on the spectrum play a lot of computer games it's quite rife in there you know unless unless you're of an age where computer games never really took off but you'll have something that's similar to that so maybe it's reading um or maybe it's do you know what I mean something like that it's usually something that you can do by yourself uh and yeah it helps you with certain i suppose thought processes and that kind of thing like I say i'm not talking about things that you do to make you relax because i would say things i do to relax tend to be like exercise uh yeah or that kind of thing like i always feel like when i'm a bit anxious or a bit worked up when we've been for a run i always feel a bit better um but with computer games i think because the world it creates for me I understand or it makes more sense sometimes than the real world. So when I've had a day that I've just not understood it and I've been in the NT world for a long time all day at work and I'm not sure what happens. And, you know, even if I'm in a world like you said, the game I'm playing at the moment, uh, it's a really weird horror game where you're in like a dream world and nothing really makes sense. But once I understand how that works, there's still black and white rules on how everything happens. And for me, that's easier to follow 
So I think it makes my mind more at peace when I'm doing it because it, it makes more sense. Um, but it's also why I don't play online. Um, I don't do online gaming that much. Or when I do, I, I only really ever do it with one game and I turn off me being able to hear everyone yeah. because it really like distracts me and makes me realise that you know, it's not really a, a thing. But my character online, uh, the game I play, you have to make your own character, what they look like, how they dress. Yeah. So it's the same. I the, And it's worse because uh, you have to have a car. So my car... Your, to, your car is... Has to match. All yeah. my cars are the same colour. Uh, I have a licence plate on my thing. I I made a gang in the game. So I've I made a symbol for the game. I mean, anyone that games knows exactly what game you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and like, but I don't like playing online with the other people that are on there so I do play online with people but I like to just be walking around being on my own uh, and you know trying to do that but I don't want to talk to anyone because then it's it's blending the video game world with the real world and uh, it, it doesn't work for me at that point yeah I think um, like you said I think with uh, uh, with both of us really when you're more worked up about something or in like a particularly bad mood I definitely think that the exercise is a good thing for both of us like we run together and usually i think if one of us is in a particularly bad mood before a run by the end of it we're better for sure well this is the thing actually now that i think about it because we're talking about like um i suppose escapism but when me and you run together we basically just vent yeah, we so our like time running is spent like we don't have headphones or anything we talk to each other while we're running not like the whole time. Sometimes I guess we're silent. Most of the time we're talking. Actually. I wouldn't say we're ever silent. No, we're this, probably this... not. We talk the whole time. Yeah. But it is very much a like. It, it's not. It's not always both of us either. It tends to be more geared towards whoever needs it more. But one like it will be like just to get everything off your chest about this thing that's bothering you. Yeah, we run from about. We run about. Sometimes if we haven't got a lot of time, we do forty-five minute runs, uh, and sometimes we do an hour and a half. Yes, depending. We, we depend, yeah. But it's just everything that's bothering me. So all the people at work that are bothering me, yeah. I'll tell everybody what all my problems with them are, why I've got issues with them, why they're wrong, why they're whatever. Like, I'll just have a real, like, good moan about everybody that yeah. I work with or other stuff in my life or things that are coming up. And we've genuinely done it before where, like, before we've gone for a run, we've gone, oh, I was going to say this, but actually I'll talk to you about it on the run. And yeah, you just get there, you stop. And we've even done it where we're out for a run. If we're doing a longer one, like one that's about an hour and a half, we've done a thing of like, you talk about this on the way there. And then on the way back, we'll start talking about this. And we've done that. We've done like, yeah. sometimes it's just about what's going on in the news. If yeah. something's like a news story. Or it's just, yeah, or it's like political stuff that we've read. Yeah. Or stuff like that. And it's just, uh, it's just getting it off your chest. It's the stuff that I would normally ruminate about. Uh, I tend to just, in our runs, just go on like a massive rant. You go on a rant. I tell you all the stuff that's annoying me. You tell me all the stuff that's annoying you. Yeah. We express like opinions on each thing. Uh, and then usually by the time I'm back, it's out of my system. Yeah, I've said it, now. it is actually um, really handy. So we've always done it. And I guess because you're exercising uh, and like if you are getting anxiety talking about it or worries or anything like that. Um, I mean, there's been a couple of times with me and you have ran and then ended up arguing <laughs> while we've run into. <laughs> Like, it has happened. I don't know if we... I can't think of a time where we've actually, like, argued. Yeah, there's been a couple. Have there? Yeah. Oh, see, I can't remember. It's, it's been a while since it's happened, but yeah, we've had a couple where we've argued and then there's been, like, 10, 15 minutes of not talking. 
Um, but yeah, it's just a way of like getting it out there. Uh, and I guess because you're exercising, any like anxiety or whatever is being released doesn't matter because you're running. So it's kind of like being used. You know, that's like- true. I don't think we've ever got back from a run and being like annoyed at each other yeah, i don't know if it's happened during i think it's been resolved no during like, the, as well. the last time it happened when we argued it happened like halfway yeah so yeah, <laughs> we sorted it out by the time we got back but yeah like because your body releases certain things when you get like anxious like those of you that like have quite high anxiety which i imagine is most people on the spectrum you can feel it like in your heart yeah and your body uh and like you know like, you can feel like your heartbeats suddenly getting rapider and well is rapider more rapid whatever um and like so i guess but when you're running at the same time it doesn't matter because it's kind of being used to help you run um which i think is useful like usually when i've got a lot of stuff that's bothering me or on my chest i found that like the run is easier yeah so i could be using it as a way to get rid of energy so i feel like that's it's a good thing to do and we we have done it um and we run like we used to run a lot. We used to run like every other day. Lately, we haven't run as much, but that's because like injury, whatever. Um, but we're trying to get more in there. And it, I felt like it did help. It definitely helped. We were doing really well. We felt a lot better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. I think um, what I've noticed about games, as opposed to maybe making you feel better in that sense, like um, be, like say you're worked up about something then you start gaming i think it probably takes it off your mind for the time you're doing it but afterwards you're back in it but i do think with you in particular i've noticed that sometimes i i guess following on from what we said a couple of weeks ago about shutdowns sometimes you're in a bit of a shutdown and i can tell when you like it because you're you don't not talk to me probably because like it would be too obvious if I'm like, oh, how are you? And then you just didn't respond. That might be weirder than at work when you're not talking to people. Yeah. But you're just quite short with your answers. You're just giving really short answers. You're not giving much, like, back in response. Like, I can tell when you're in one of those moods where you just don't really want to talk. And I know that it's not... Most of the time, I know it's not aimed at me because I've done something. I know it's just you've... It's just you're having, like, this time. I find that it's good for you then. If you're having, like, a shutdown, you don't want to talk, it's good for you to just game. Yeah. Uh, Because then you're in your own little world, you can be all shut down. And, like, I find that then, if you come out of that after, like, a couple of hours of playing a game or something, then you're, like, back back in the room, if you like, and you're, like, all, I guess, like, happy and chatty again. Not, like, to an extent. Obviously, you're not all of a sudden Mr happy because that wouldn't fit with your personality but you're back to giving like big more answers you're back to being like up for conversation and yeah that. like I can I can tell when you're in the sort of mood where you just don't really want to talk I have noticed actually that's a good point um that when I've had shutdowns or sometimes I'll have had like a stressful day and I get home and I'm in a shutdown mode um but I have noticed then if I just play some computer games for an hour a couple of yeah. hours um it's and you've probably noticed this actually I, I don't know if this is what you mean um but i'll play computer games i'll come off the computer games and then there's a brief period after i finish the computer game and then suddenly it's like like there was a blockage yeah. Uh, yeah and it's suddenly just gone and then i'm all like telling you about my day yeah what's been happening but it's all coming out like super fast yeah it is and then this happened and then that happened and then this kind of thing but there's like a period where you you'll get so like you'll 
come in and be like, you're all right, how's your day been? And I'll just be like, um, yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah fine. Yeah, that fine, is. Whatever, yeah. uh, and I'm just playing the computer game still and you're just like, yeah, all right. I'm like, yeah, nothing happened. Normal day, average. Uh, and then like, I'll finish completing the computer game uh, and then I'll be like, how was your day? And then you will tell me what's going on with you and that kind of thing. And I feel like after that, I'll suddenly go, oh, and something else happened. Yeah. And then before you know it, like all this stuff's like coming out and I'm talking about it. But I feel like if I'd have just got home uh, and I hadn't done any of that kind of stuff, I feel like I wouldn't talk about it or I wouldn't mention it. And I'd just be quiet like for most of the night. Yeah. I, because with you, with this shutdown thing that we were talking about, I think it's made me understand sometimes how you are a lot better because there are times when I think I used to, uh, think that you were just in a bad mood or I'd done something. Yeah, yeah, you sort of say, like, is there something wrong? Or, yeah, yeah, where I thought that I'd done something to annoy you or there was something wrong because you, with you, you can tell your answers... And it's not like you're rude, but your answers are just short, you're not really talking, and you seem a little bit irritated by any sort of, like, questions or anything. Not You're not, like I say, you're not rude and you're not, like, shut up or anything like that but you just seem a little bit irritated by it but then yeah if you just give you like a couple of hours yeah or like if i just do something else and then yeah you like i know when you've come out of it because you'll just start talking without yeah. any like prompt and yeah I, it's quite interesting because it's something that i didn't really know about before and it, it sort of explained some stuff you do a lot more to me like I think I can't remember when it was it was a couple of days ago but you were like that and yeah and just after a bit of time you were back to normal it's good I mean because obviously this is something that I didn't really know much about yeah uh, and obviously anybody that's previously been in a relationship with me and family people that know me like it does seem like sometimes I'm just angry or annoyed by something uh, and yeah people are just like what's wrong or yeah you think that I've done something wrong and like I've had loads of like exes and that that have always been asking constantly like what's up or what is it or yeah uh, and it just turns out that there's nothing. I'm just in a shutdown at the moment. And yeah, like I say, absorbing myself in a computer game brings me out of it. It's almost the same as like when you have meltdowns and like deep pressure and that kind of thing brings you out of the meltdown. Yeah. It's a similar style to that. Like playing on a computer will bring me out of like a shutdown and I will eventually start talking again. Um, yeah, it's just it's just an odd thing. Um I feel like, and I know a lot of people on the spectrum do play computer games because they don't know why. And like we said at the start of this episode, I wouldn't say that I actively do it. I don't think like, oh, I'm in a shutdown or I think I've had a stressful day. I just think I've got time or sometimes I'll spend like all my day thinking, oh, I'm going to play that later. I'm going to do this. And yeah. then, but then there's times where I don't even think about it. Um, like uh, this weekend in particular, like I haven't done it once. We play computer games on a Sunday for a couple of hours, yeah. but that's because that's our Sunday routine. Yeah. I would never do it on like a Saturday because we don't do it on a Saturday. No, it is a, it's a Sunday thing we do. But like... But I, I didn't spend all the weekend thinking, oh, I really want to get back on that game. You know, I haven't played it since, I guess, Friday. But like um, when in the week when I've been at work, it's like sometimes I'll get halfway through my shift at work and just be wanting to play that game and start being like, come on, when's this day going to be over so I can go home and do it? And I've never really taken the time to think about why I'm having that thought because sometimes at work I don't have that thought. and I don't think I can't wait to get home and do this. Uh, so I should probably, like, once those thoughts start entering my head, think about why they've started to enter my head um, because that's 
that's the thing. Once you realise the signs or the things you do to help with your autism, you can then sort of pinpoint, you know, like I've said before, when you have a meltdown or a shutdown and it turns out it's to do with something that happened like a day ago, hours ago, last week, whatever. I feel like if you know what your symptoms are, like when I'm suddenly getting an urge to go on a computer game, it could just be that I am having experiencing something that's quite anxiety driven or you know whatever it could just be that I really like the game and like I'm just I want to get home and play it because some people are like that yeah some people just love to play computer games and whatever there's a guy I work with that's got a new game that's just come out he's been talking about it forever waiting for it to be released and now it's out he kept uh I made a joke about breaking his leg at work <laughs> and I said don't do that or I'll break your legs and he went I wish you would he was like and then I can get a couple of months off to uh, <laughs> to play this computer game solidly for a couple of months and I was just like oh so you won't you wouldn't like sue me or anything he's like oh no he's like no 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 time off work um so i know in those cases he's not doing it because he's uh you know yeah he's not like on the spectrum but i know with me sometimes yeah i really like it i just want to play more of it but then there's times where i don't care what i play so sometimes i'll get home have no thought in my head of what i'm going to play but i'll want to play something yeah Uh, and i guess that's times where i should think about where that's coming from yeah but i i do think that games help you like say i think the best thing for any sort of like anxiety is some sort of exercise like i know we say we do it and we rant to each other which does feel good but equally just if you're going out like doing some sort of exercise on your own and just thinking it all through then i know like there's this whole thing of like don't think about it but i find if you think about it while you're exercising yeah one you'll probably do better exercise because you'll probably be a bit worked up and also yeah, you can just let that be your time for it, however long you exercise for, like an hour. Just get it all out then. And then it feels like it does feel like a release. But I think that's probably the best thing for escapism, I suppose, as in, I guess it's not escaping, but it's getting it gone. Yeah. Um. But equally, yeah, I think things like games or the weird little made-up world I create for myself in my own head, like that's... It is just a nice way to escape reality yeah which i think does help when you're just in an nt world and trying to muddle through i guess i don't know yeah does seem to does seem to help yeah and like i say you do it involuntary anyway so it's it's not like you're saying it as a way for anybody listening to this as advice this is what you should do because i imagine in some way you're already doing it yeah i'm sure there's yeah you've got your own your own little things yeah well, yeah. that's it for this week. Yes. Uh, thank you, everybody, again for listening. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, those joining our group, thanks for joining our group. Yes. Uh, talking in our group is also great. We're getting posts quite regularly. Uh, it's all it's all going well. Uh, yeah. We haven't had much input this week, just gone. Um, but, you know, it seems like it's, it's kind of like looking after itself you guys are all helping each other which is great so uh, it's not like we have to get involved i am reading stuff but then there's some stuff that i just like because i just hit like because i think "Eh, nothing else needs to be said here and then sometimes i comment mostly these days out of like general curiosity of i didn't know that yeah that's interesting instead of me saying unless there's like a direct question to me uh or you i yeah. uh i don't really comment on stuff anymore i just kind of read it and go that's a good point or i'll write that's a good point if it's something i'm interested in yeah um but most of the time i just like it or sometimes i think oh someone should tell them that and then i'll look, look a couple of comments down and go oh somebody has told them that 
So yeah, it's a good place. Those of you that are on or listening to this now and you want to join the Them Asperger's group, just go on our page on Them Asperger's on Facebook and join the group. Um, obviously, there's like a screening thing where we have to let you in, but so far we've had no abusive people in there or anything bad. So it's it's been running fine. I've been letting people in. And I've not had to screen people. I've not started doing that thing where some groups do where you have to answer like, three questions first or yeah, whatever. I wouldn't even know what to put. Yeah, yeah, so we don't like... do anything like that. Um, so yeah, if you want to get in there and get some answers and talk to other people, either about the things that we have talked about uh, on our podcast or if you want to just talk about anything in general, there's loads of people in there now, uh, like 100 plus, I think we've got like 130 odd people in there that are all either know somebody on the spectrum or on the spectrum and a lot of them know a lot of stuff and have some like really good yeah, advice. Yeah, a lot of them know a lot of stuff. So there's a, very few, clever people there's a there. few people on there, yeah, that really know their stuff with this. So if you've got something that you want to ask, just post it on there and like if it's not us that replies, there'll be somebody that equally has like, I would say, better advice. Yeah, or just like has the is going through the same thing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Which is nice to hear about. But yeah, that's it for now. Uh, like I say, we will put another episode up next week. Not sure on the topic for next week yet. Uh, so if anybody wants us to talk about anything, send us a private message on the Facebook page yes. uh, about what you want us to talk about. We will, yeah, me and Scarlett have a chat about it. And then if we think, yeah, that's totally a, a doable like episode, we'll do it. Yeah. Which most of the time the questions you ask are. Yeah, yeah, they are. But that's it. Thank you. Bye.